0: He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to
1: this hair show.
0: Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com Holy moly, guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Tim Cummings, and I'm here to introduce the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell.
1: All right. Right on, man. I think Cheryl's fired. (laughs) (laughs) Now, for everybody that's freaking out, because I know they are like, all right, where's Cheryl? Man, who's the ugly dude? Well, he ain't the (laughs) good-looking chick here. (laughs) We fired Cheryl. Actually, Cheryl's on special assignment. (laughs) No, she's a little under the weather, so she's just... She's uh recovering a little bit, trying to. You know how them summer colds are, man. You get them and they just won't go away. They just hang on. Hang and hang and hang course tim's hiding the vitamin c and stuff you know they went to the doctor y'all and you know she had laryngitis and the doctor said oh she'll be fine in two or three days and doc- tim told the doctor he said hey man what can i give her to make this last another week or two <laughs> 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 it's nice being quiet woo, exactly. see i can talk now cheryl ain't hearing me but woo, next week when we come back she'll be after me <laughs> you caught me with my hands in the taters but i was uh going through the Bag of potatoes here trying to find us some uh, nice little russets. One thing we're going to make on the show, we're kind of going to do you know, football seasons back. So what are you going to do when you have some buddies coming over to watch the game or you're going someplace to watch a game or maybe you just want to have a cool little snack for yourself. When I told Mr. Cummings here, Mr. Timmy, the magic man, we let him out of his box today, what we were making, he was a mm-mm-mm. He said, I picked a good day. To be on the show, Cheryl picked a good day to be gone. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but man, brother, it's still here in Texas. 96 degrees. Heat Whoa. index was 106 today. Whoa. Coming in. Man, wow. I know you were sweating. It was a little bit warm out there. Goodness gracious.
0: Oh man, yeah, it is. It's hey, it has been yeah, it's been crazy. It's been uh, it's been all over the place here. It's been hot and then it's been cool. I mean, We've had you know hot days and cool nights. So just kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, that's, that's unreal there. That is unreal. It's um, wow, well, spring. I mean, what? It's almost. Well, by the time this show airs, it will be fall.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: 22nd. 22nd right. kicks it over. So it will be fall by then. So that'll be cool. It, cooler days will be coming. Of course, about time we'll get tired of the coolness. It'll so be, man, when's it going to be summertime again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, listen, we're going to come back right on the other side here and um, start off. We're going to start off with some potato skins. Mm, mm, mm. nothing like an ice cold beer and flirt with the waitress and get you a potato skin Uh, yeah (laughs) what makes a good potato skin for you what makes it for me is crispy man i like it crispy Mm, mm, mm. yeah so we'll we'll work on that i'll show y'all how to do that and make it up right and then time permitting on the other side we'll uh we'll slip in another little special one that'll definitely light a fire and man eh, might be a good reason to drink an ice cold beer you know <laughs> all right y'all we're going to take a quick quick we'll be right back on the other side we're going to make some potato skins just the way i like them crispy don't go anywhere this is cooking in the dark we'll be right back
0: Now, here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings.
1: All right. Now, Cheryl today has got a real deep voice, if you haven't noticed. (laughs) 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 Okay. First thing we're going to get going here is I've got to fry up a little bacon.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Let's get our bacon out. I like buying, I mean, everybody's got their preference, but when I buy bacon, I like buying the thick thick bacon okay The thick sliced yeah that's just me now if i'm if i'm gonna be wrapping up some shrimp or um something like that i'll do i'll do thin sliced just because you know shrimp don't take very long to prepare to cook right and you don't want to if you overcook shrimp boy they really get dried out and tough they're really not good
0: yeah it doesn't people don't realize that especially like if you make a lot of times we'll make pasta and we'll throw shrimp in, you know, like right at the end. You know, just just takes a couple of minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now I tell you, just doing shrimp normal. One of the my, one of the coolest ways I've started doing them is um, kind of poaching them. Oh, I'll put them in a skillet with a little bit of water and just kind of poach and steam them. Boy, they really puff up. Yeah. You know, as opposed to just boiling them. I think the steaming really causes them to get some extra body to them. So, hey, in my skillet, y'all, I've got the heat on high right now, just heating the skillet up. I'm going to pull off one, two, three. We're going to need about five slices here of bacon. And I'm going to just start laying them in the skillet here. And I've... I've I've got bacon almost down to a science. One thing that's cool about bacon that I didn't know when I first lost my sight was you don't have to flip it. Oh, wow. Cool. It's so thin that you just lay it in the skillet here. And I'm just laying it in, just kind of laying it in from side to side. And I've started at the bottom of the skillet, and I'm just layering it in. Start with one slice. My skillet isn't getting hot, hot yet. It's getting a little warm. It's not too bad. So I lay the, the bacon in the bottom of the skillet and I just kind of slide it down towards me until I feel it touching the other bacon. Oh, the yeah, other, okay. Previous slice. So it's, all, it's in here. It's kind of curved also, which kind of matches the contour of the pan. Mm-hmm. A square pan, an electric skillet right now, y'all, would be excellent. Oh yeah, because you know it would just lay in there a little bit easier. So what I end up getting my last piece of bacon, the fifth slice, I always cut in half because I end up with a little of a little bit of an area where I don't, I can't lay the whole slice of bacon in right, from right. end to end. You know, um, without it overlapping or going up the sides or something like that. So we've got our bacon in the skillet now. I've got the lid on the skillet. We're gonna turn our temperature down to about medium high. And I'm going to set a timer for eight minutes.
0: Uh, Okay, excellent. Um, And that should be just about enough to get the bacon
1: bacon going. Yeah, yeah. I've I've done this enough to where I know eight minutes is going to be just about right. Um, Seven minutes, it comes out a little bit soft. Eight and a half, nine minutes comes out too done, you know? Yeah, Yeah, Burnt almost, not quite burnt, but not good, you know? yeah. So this will start sizzling here pretty quickly. And when it does, that's – and one thing you can do when you do bacon, y'all, to repetitiveness. Remember, we always talk about do it, do it, do it, do it. How do I cut straight? How do I cut – do it, do it, do it. How do I do this? Do it, do it, do it. Just keep practicing. It gets easier and easier. And you've got to be aware, be cognizant of what you're doing so that, you know, like, okay, that's how I know. Nine minutes or too much time. Seven minutes, ooh, not enough time, you know, somewhere in there. So, again, I've got the heat on about medium high. I've got the lid on the skillet. And now, well, let me get down here, get the mic down here. Can you hear it?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely starting to sizzle.
1: So we're starting to sizzle. Now, if you stop, if you just put your bacon in there and stand there and just stand there and hang out for 10 minutes, because, you know, you may not have anything else to do. Heck, you're listening to our cooking show. I know you don't have anything better to do. <laughs> <laughs> just want to hang here and it, but if you listen to the bacon go it'll you you hear all that grease cooking shh, sizzling and then you're going to hear it after it starts to get done the grease this, this the crackling the the sizzling sound is going to diminish yeah that's another hint to know that hey my bacon's almost done now of course it's better to err on the side of undercooking rather than overcooking Right. Because one thing I've done sometimes if my bacon has come out a little undercooked, I'll just throw it on a paper plate, put a paper towel over it and throw it in my magic chef. Whew! let it go for about another, you know, 30 or 40 seconds and it and it really it helps to cook it up. So it cuz I like crispy bacon. Yeah, I like crispy bacon too. Mm, don't give me a piece of bacon, you pick it up and it floats yeah, flops over flops on both around, sides. Yeah, kind of wimpy. Yeah, I say, hey. Yeah. My bacon's got a flat. What's going yeah, on? exactly. <clears throat> Okay, so we got our bacon going. Now, I've picked out, I was going through the bag of potatoes when we started the show. I was finding four potatoes here that are about the same size. Now, if you were going to make four, cut in half, divided by two, plus the multiplicative inverse, that equals eight potato.
0: Eight potato skins, because you got
1: four potatoes. That's right. Yeah. Cutting them in half. Sometimes, and these are not the great big bacon potatoes. These are just the little russets. So they're about, I would say on average, maybe mm, three inches long, uh, give or take. What I was looking, when I was going through the bag of potatoes, I was trying to find some that were all similar in size. Be- so that helps even out the cooking time of this first step. We're going to... Um, cook time. Not. Set. I'm going to go for a minute and about 40 seconds. Set. Cook. Time. Changed my mind. We're going to go one minute, forty five seconds on high. One minute, forty five seconds. Power level, high. One minute, forty five seconds. Microwave running. There we go. Hey, I want to send out a shout to Kathy Blackburn also. When I think about all the microwave cookware I've destroyed, all the popcorn I've burnt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Is you know, that... in fact,
1: popcorn at the Seeing Eye is outlawed because some sighted trainer now put it in and overcooked it. Fire people came. It was a big old oh big Cadeo, Cadeo. woo Woohoo. All righty. So um, I'm reaching in here. I'm pulling out some cheddar cheese. We're going to grate some cheddar cheese up. Mm. We're going to need some sour cream, y'all. Oh, and the yeah. sour cream is pretty much – you can do the sour cream a couple ways. You know, you can scoop – Put some in a um, like in a bowl? Uh, yeah like in just yeah. in a little bowl or dish and put it in the, in the uh, put it on the plate with the, the wings I mean with the, uh, the potato skins so that if you want you can you know people can scoop it on themselves right or you can do like I'm going to do and just throw it on there straight up now also, you could use Greek yogurt
0: oh oh, a little less little, for those who those uh, listeners were a little calorie conscious.
1: Yeah, a little healthier substitute, but still yet, Greek yogurt has got that kind of that sour cream taste. Yep,
0: yep, yeah, it does. The other thing that would be good if you wanted to spice it up is you get a little of that jalapeno uh, cheese.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that would work too. Okay, now I've turned our potatoes over. We're going to go two minutes this time. Zero seconds wave running. there we go so those are going now while we're going here I'm gonna get the oven fired up we're gonna need the oven at about 450.
0: oh yeah okay because you want it hot enough to to kind of melt the cheese and uh, yeah,
1: crisp, yeah up crisp up the potatoes what our game plan is y'all we're gonna we're taking you know take three to six potatoes. You want to microwave them uh, three to four minutes or so. Overall, what you want to do is you want to kind of cook the, you want to basically bake the potato, if you will, in the microwave. Now, again, you can throw them in an oven. If you don't have a microwave, don't panic. You can throw them and just bake them in an oven like you would normally do a baked potato. Sorry, I was counting them myself. <laughs> Four fifty. Okay, just bake them like you would in in a. Normally, a potato take about what? About an hour or so in the oven, something like that to bake. But you want to you want to cook the potato. Now, some people will take them, cut them in half, and clean them out first, kind of because what? When I say clean them out, you're kind of carving them out, so you're leaving just a little layer maybe a quarter inch or so of potato in with the skin. Right. And everything else you're removing. You're scooping it out and just removing it. So you definitely want to, when you get ready to do that, you want to have a bowl handy so you can save that extra potato. Oh, yeah. Because that stuff's great for, you know, making some mashed taters or just throwing in some eggs or, yeah, there's all kinds of crazy things you can do with it. But don't throw it out. Don't waste it. No, no, definitely don't waste it. So once our skins are ready, then we're going to pack them with all of our good stuff. That'll be our bacon and our cheddar cheese and our chives and our sour cream. And then they'll be ready to rock. So that's kind of where we're going here. Okay. the Two-minute cook time on the potatoes. Let's check them out. And what I'm doing to check them out, y'all, I'm just kind of giving them a touch.
0: I was going to say you could also, like, stick a fork in them to see if they yeah. uh, softened up a little.
1: They're getting hot, yeah, but they're not cooking through yet. So Ah, here we go. Okay. Cook time not set. Set cook time minutes one five ten minutes nine minutes eight five minutes four minutes. Power level high. Four minutes. We're gonna go four more minutes. Our bacon's doing real well. It's almost done here. Oh yeah, I can hear it. Listen to the sizzling. Yeah. Sizzling's kind of diminishing a little bit but mm, smells really good
0: yeah all that grease is kind of cooking away.
1: yeah, sure is kind of cooking down and we want to make sure they're nice and crispy so that they'll, it'll crumble up nice and easy yeah you know or you can take um, you can take you know your your kitchen shears and just cut them down but man watch out when you do that because those kitchen shears look it'll cut a chicken bone it'll go right through your finger too. And to make sure if you do that, just take it into the hospital, let them stitch it back on. The other thing, soup will do you. <laughs>
0: the other thing you can do is if you're if you're nervous about cooking regular bacon, you can get microwave bacon that comes and you cook for about, depending on the wattage of your microwave, for about three and a half or four minutes and it comes out nice and crispy. Nice. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, Cheryl and I got into a big debate when we were doing that Perkins radio about bacon <laughs> <laughs> microwave versus fried. I'm like, you know, it's kind of like Republican or Democrat. You know? <laughs> all right. I didn't agree with her, but I, I recognize the right she has to think microwave it, bacon's better, even it, though it's not. <laughs> it, it, it does come
0: out pretty good. It does come out pretty good. But you do you do have to all microwaves vary. And that's the thing. You really have to know with all this stuff. The, the, what the wattage of your microwave is yes in order to determine um and most most um you know things that come in a package that that have microwave directions will say you know this this is for a microwave with 1,000 watts or above or 800 watts or whatever. So yeah, you've yeah. an idea.
1: Back in the day, everything was 750. That yeah. was it, you know. But now there's so much variation. Because I've seen some microwaves. Normally, yeah, you know, I think most microwaves nowadays are around 1,000 to 1,100 watts.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's right.
1: Somewhere in there. Of course, the more wattage, the um, – getting my tongs out here, these little silicone tongs. So they're metal tongs, but they've got silicone on the ends of them. So you can reach into non-stick skillets. Look, I can just take my bacon, scoop it from one side of the skillet to the other. They reaches almost all the way across this 10-inch skillet, squeeze it together, and I can pull all my bacon out at one time. Oh, that's awesome. So I've got a paper plate that I've laid a couple paper towels on to help s- absorb some of this excess grease that'll come off the bacon. Yep,
0: yep, good idea.
1: All right, looking good, baby, looking good. Just doing a quick check with the tongs. What I'm doing is just going from the top of the skillet at 12 o'clock and sliding down to the 6 o'clock position and just reaching in with the tongs. Nope, nothing there. I got all the bacon in the first shot. Awesome, awesome. But there's no flipping, no needing to flip the bacon, which uh, used to drive me crazy when I was first trying to cook as a blind person about burnt my house down doing bacon because i wasn't having it in the microwave because oh, you know microwave i bacon? know you <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do it this way by gosh that's the way we're doing it that's
0: it doesn't matter if we set the house on fire and the whole houston police Depart- fire department that's has right come does to show up
1: hope they bring beer because i need it exactly <laughs> all right let's cut open our package of cheese here hey i want to send a shout out to lois powers She's over in uh, Missouri City, kind of on the southwest side of Houston. She called last weekend. Mm -hmm. We had a nice little visit.
0: Oh, there are the potatoes.
1: Potatoes are thinking they're done. We'll have to check them out here. I'm going to need about, uh, maybe about a cup of cheese. So, I'm taking my pound block of cheese, and I'm cutting off about a quarter of it.
0: Uh, Okay, yep. And which one of the greater, uh, which which grade are you going to use for that? In terms of how fine. I think are you I'm going to use
1: the fine grade. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, the medium. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah. Definitely not going to use the coarse. The coarse is pretty big. Yeah. It grates maybe about mm, three eighths of an inch wide or So. Yeah. Which I think the medium grate would be what I guess you would consider a normal grate.
0: Right. Right.
1: Okay. Touching the potatoes, they're soft. Now, when I touch the top of them, of course, they're hot potato, hot potato, hot
0: potato, hot potato. I have
1: to get my kitchen grips to get these out. But yeah, I'm touching them. They're a little bit firm, but not, um, yeah, when you, when you, they're definitely not rock hard like they were, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've cooked, definitely cooked through a little bit. Drop it off, drop it and hit the floor to crack the tile. Exactly. Potato's okay, but the t- hey, come back, Shane. So let's get over here now. There's our bacon. That's looking great. Ooh, it's going to be hard not to bite into one of these. Our oven's almost up to temperature. Okay. Excellent. So now here comes the, one of the fun parts, Tim. That's going to be cleaning out these hot potatoes. <laughs> oh, man.
0: You got to be careful. You going to use a fork or what are you going to do? Just
1: going to use a spoon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to um, get my grips here because I'm going to need those for sure. We're going to get us a a bowl down.
0: Did you slice the potatoes before or do you have to cut them in half now?
1: No, I'll cut them in half now. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's what I thought.
1: I did not cut them in half before. That's kind of, you know... uh, Potato, potato, half a dozen, one or the other. Right, right. Getting a bowl here. Don't want to need one too big, but don't want one too small. Of course, I guess there's never a bowl that's too big. There's just one that's too small. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. So let me get my grips on here, pull this out, set these on the flexible chopping mats. Yeah, it makes it kind of nice with these grips, mitts, because you can reach right in, feel the potatoes. You can touch them, feel them, know what you're doing with them. Yeah, exactly. Kind of get a lay of the land. Set them over here. Yeah, they're not too hot, but yes, they are. (laughs) (laughs) Here, hold that for about 10 minutes. No, thank you. So this potato here, I'm going to, you want to kind of feel them out. Now I'm just going to, I've got it standing on edge, and I'm just cutting slicing right through top to bottom. Yep. Same with this one here. And if you cut one a little too thin, it's all right. But for the most part, you want to try to slice them long ways, end to end. Yeah. And um, I'm kind of slicing them on the skinny. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that I don't have two big fat ones. I've got two wide skinny ones, skinny halves when I get done yeah. Yeah. slicing them up here. Okay. Let me put my grips back on. Get a spoon out here. And you said you're gonna take about three quarters of the of the filling out of them. Yeah, yeah. roughly. Roughly. Yeah. I want to leave a little bit around the edges. Yeah. So you just kind of start in the middle and um just kinda of easily, just kind of lightly just scoop it out. Using the, the, the tip of the spoon like this, the, the point of the spoon, yep. it's pretty easy. Okay. There's one. Setting back down over here. Get this half here. Okay. And be sure, be sure to save that uh, that filling for. Yeah, I'm scraping later. this out over a bowl. Yeah, excellent. So I'm scraping it right into the bowl. Okay. Getting all these halves opened up here, Tim. Excellent. Excellent. So why don't we uh, take a little break right here, real fast? Okay. And uh, I'll finish scraping the insides of these out. Again, I'm just dragging the spoon. Starting in the op- with the open, of course, with the open potato, the open side up. And it th- with the potato being cooked, this stuff just scoops right out. Yeah, nice and easy. Nice and easy. You don't want to go too deep. So you might want to check it, but you just want to make a nice little cavity in there that is going to be perfect for holding all the nice cheese and potatoes. or well, not potatoes, bacon, but po- cheese and bacon. Cheese and bacon and sour cream. mm mmm. And- All the good stuff. Oh, man, yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm going to finish scraping these out. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark.
0: Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell. And Cheryl
1: Cummings. All right, y'all, we're back. We're back. We're back. I've pulled out a uh, cookie sheet and a piece of foil. Excellent. Excellent. Otherwise known as foil. Foil. <laughs> foil. And I'm laying my uh, potato skins on them, skin side up. We've already got them prepared, we've got them cut out, carved out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it's good to have the foil because you basically save the cookie sheet from getting all uh, messy. So,
1: Yeah, especially it's with cool the next oil step oil we're going to do here. Yeah. Okay, there's all eight of them. Let me move my bowl of potato guts <laughs> over here. Lay these, let me organize these a little bit better here. Two there, two there. I'm just going to do two columns of four. That way, I kind of know where everybody's at. I've got the oven at 450. So here's what I'm gonna do. Ho, 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 ho. Let me find my vegetable spray. Okay. I'm just gonna spray the skins down here with put a little vegetable spray on them. Oh, excellent. Okay. This will help them to brown a little bit. Let me flip them over and do the, give them a little shot on the inside. Okay. Very good. Eight is enough, man. Eight is enough, <laughs> yeah. So here we go. We're going to slide these in. Now, I've got them with the... Um, I guess the potato side up, the skin side down. And they're just all sitting here nice and pretty, just looking like little potato bowls just waiting to be filled with something. So here we go into the oven. We're going to let them just sit in there in a 450 oven for about five minutes.
0: Ah, okay, five minutes. That'll give them enough time to just cook up uh, nicely. Let's
1: get our grater here. Grate our cheese down. Again, I'm using a tower grater. And uh, we're going to use the medium coarse. So when I do this, I put my grater on a paper plate.
0: Oh, to ca- uh, yeah, to catch all the cheese.
1: To catch the cheese. And then as I grate my cheese, it falls down. Of course, being a tower grater, it'll stay in the inside of the grater. Yes. It's a, it's a three-sided grater, kind of a triangle setup, a triangle pyramid, if you will. Tall, like, take one of the great pyramids and just stretch it out. Yeah, <laughs> Like you're exactly. trying to lift it up, but it's stuck to the ground. Hey, yeah, come on. Hey, come on. So as I do this, I'm just grating down. And that way the cheese will stay on the inside of the grater. And then when I lift the grater up, it all just stays real nice and neat on the paper plate. Okay. da There we go. Nice. So we're ready there. And if you have a little too much cheese left over, just put it in some Tupperware or save it, Ziploc bag. Oh, yeah, that's great. You'll find something to put it on. Cheese, I don't think, in our house, does not go to waste.
0: No, no, nothing doesn't go to waste in our house either.
1: I had an old roommate in college. He used to buy some big old hunks of cheese, and he would take the time to cut it down and meticulously into about half-inch, three-quarter-inch cubes.
0: Oh, for cheese and crackers
1: just anything yeah yeah like oh i was like i'm in dude
0: oh yeah that's like the classic snack some cheese
1: okay yeah now the bacon we're gonna do the same way here let me get a couple slices of bacon of course i cooked a little extra bacon for us tim just because i know we're both bacon connoisseurs bacon (laughs) eaters, bacon Bacon eaters. And again, I'm going to get another paper plate here and um, start crumbling up this bacon. We don't want little bitty pieces, you know, like uh, what is that that—that imitation bacon? Yeah. Hard things that will knock a dang filling out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't want it shredded like the other like the other bacon stuff. Right, right. You know, it's almost like shredded bacon. Yeah. I've even taken that shredded bacon before when I was a kid. I don't know what it's called, but I would take it and put, it, put a pinch between my cheek and gum, kind of like it was a chaw. Oh, my God. <laughs> like it was some chewing tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this bacon was perfect. We should have shellacked true. it and saved it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Made it into a collage.
1: Collage. Yes. Okay, I'm just crumbling it up. Kind of just tearing it. Some of it's crumbling nicely. Some of it, you know, bacon. I'm just pulling it apart, making sure I'm getting some even nice pieces here oh yeah mercy me this is going to be delicious excellent so listen y'all can send uh, cheryl some get well wishes and we'll make sure that those get sent to her let's see let me tear up one more piece of bacon here tim we've got a nice little pile here we probably got mm, i'd say it's about a half a cup right there excellent of bacon pieces. We'll get one more piece here. We'll find that little half piece. Somehow that other half piece got eaten. I don't oh, know what uh, happened. To that.
0: Maybe the uh, maybe the mice. Uh, while you weren't looking.
1: Yeah, those little Bart BQ. He's, yeah. He likes. Yeah.
0: He likes his bacon.
1: He likes his bacon. Now we should be ready to pull our taters out here. And by putting them in the oven with the um, the meat side up, the potato side up, the skin side down, you're still going to get enough heat in and around that skin on the bottom you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah those will get nice and crispy
1: nice and crispy so i've got my little assembly area over here let me move the cheese and the bacon just out of the way for the time being to the other side of the sink i'm going to put a um, trivet down and pull the bacon sheet out and then we will start stuffing and filling excellent Mm -mm -mm. man i love potato skins now another something you could do if you wanted um you could when we had the skins flipped upside with the skin side up and we shot them with some with the vegetable spray yep yep you could actually you could sprinkle some salt on them Ooh. you know a little sea salt and um Make them nice. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah, we're good and crispy. Good and crispy. Okay. So we we actually went about seven minutes in the oven there. Okay. Ah, okay. Our timer ran a little bit over, and I was a little slow in getting them out, but we're all right. Now, I'm just taking a little handful of cheese here. Just a little bit in my fingers. You don't want to just grab a little at a time and just lay it inside the potato. You want to try to cover the entire potato. So don't just pile it all right in the center. You want to kind of spread it out over, not only in the middle of the potato. But
0: but towards the edges,
1: yeah. Yeah, up on the edges and everything. Because if you put it all just in the middle, when this melts, you're going to end up with a big old hunk of cheese. Yep in one place yeah yeah in one place not where we need it all to be okay looking good oh that's going to be mine there you don't want it piled up in the middle you want it do want to kind of spread it out
0: now you're going to put these back in the oven for a little bit after you've f- filled them all or
1: yes uh, yeah yes we put them back in just to help melt the cheese down So again I guess the thing would be to say use the cheese mm, sparingly maybe. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to
0: make these sure you've got enough for uh, all the potatoes?
1: Yeah, and I was counting the f- 8, and I ended up with 7. So here's the one I missed. Come here, buddy. I think he was thinking, "Hmm.
0: He was thinking I'm going to get away. I'm going to okay, yeah. escape this fate."
1: That's it. Candace um her she's you know my wife's a school teacher, you all, so on Friday's one of her duties, her her duty day is to uh, in the mornings to go out and get the, the little pre-K kids in, you know, out of the cars and into the school. So she's down at that end of the building opening car doors and getting them out. And <laughs> she had one little dude that when uh, she opened the door, you know, there was like three or four kids bailed out. And there was one still left in there in a car seat. And she didn't think nothing about it. Little goobity guy. Wasn't looking at her. Wasn't, you know, just <laughs> she went to shut the door. And all of a sudden the mom started, hey, no, no, he's go, He goes, too. Oh, man. So Candace goes, come on. He was just like looking straight ahead, not moving. <laughs> we nicknamed him the wooden boy. <laughs> the wooden boy. I love it. Yeah, because he was thinking, okay, if I'm not looking at her, she can't see me. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but he had to be thinking when that car door shut, I made it. <laughs> yeah. And then mom busted him. So, yeah, Candace gets him out of the car, and he's still stiff. Standing there just <laughs> stiff as a – so she carries him into school. He's still stiff. <laughs> oh, my God. Takes him into the teacher's room, and she goes, does he belong here? <laughs> yeah, just leave him there. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So she said he stood there for about, um, I don't know, five or ten minutes, and then he finally started, okay, made the transition. I'm yeah, here now. <laughs> that's, right. that's it. Those little ones, there's something else. They're awesome. All right, now for the good stuff. I'm getting some bacon, y'all, just between my uh, thumb and – Fingers and just kind of lightly adding that to our um, potato skins that have cheese on them. And they're already so hot the cheese is kind of starting to melt anyway, which is nice. And again, don't fill them up with bacon, but just get enough bacon you want enough that you've got. Bacon all over it. Our goal is every time you take a bite, you're going to get some nice cheese, some nice potato. And some bacon, of course. And some bacon. Okay. Uh-oh. This saying we're running out of time here. Let me uh, get this going. Okay. A little more bacon there. Now I'm going to come back. I've got a little cheese left, him. So I'm just going to lightly sprinkle just a little bit of cheese back over the tops of oh, some of these. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what they say, if a little is good, a lot's a whole lot better. A whole lot better, especially with... I see, and this cheese. is definitely where, as Tim said, coming into play with our foil-lined baking sheet. If you do sprinkle, you know, lose a little cheese over the edge, it will... Um, Cleanup is a breeze. Cleanup will be a lot easier than trying to clean up a bunch of melted cheese. Off your cookie sheet. Off your cookie sheet. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So here we go. We're going to go back in the oven for just about three minutes. And while we're doing this, Tim, why don't we take a little break break, pay a couple bills real fast. All right. In the oven. We're going back into a 450-degree 450, 450 oven. We're going to let these go for about three minutes, and we'll be right back. Do not go anywhere. Cook it in the dark. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, three minutes. We're taking our skins with their melted cheese and bacon out. There we go. Just setting them over here on the stovetop for a second. I'm preparing the chives now. So I've got two green onions green onion is the place to be excellent and to make chives all you do is cut the green section down you want them about a quarter of an inch thick and i'm just slicing again i'm keeping my i'm holding the green onions between my thumb and my middle finger and i'm using my forefinger as my depth guide i guess if you will i'm just guessing i'm just sliding down what i'm thinking is about a quarter of an inch I move the knife blade over to my fingernail, and then cut straight down and through. There we go. And you can feel, I mean, because the the chives are kind of tubular, kind of like a big straw.
0: Perfect. Yeah, Yeah, perfect. Awesome.
1: So here's what we're going to do. We're going to scoop out just a a spoonful of sour cream and plop it right in the middle of each skin. Mm. Nice. Nice. Roll. Okay. And then uh, sprinkle some chives on top, and away we go. Awesome, so let me, awesome. Let me finish getting these together here. There's some sour cream. Add some green onion, sour cream, plonk, plonk. Sprinkle some more chives on top. Okay. Excellent, All right. So now to serve these, if you want, you could even take the chives and just put the chives on top with the bacon and cheese and then put some uh, sour cream in a ramekin.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep.
1: Put that in the middle of the plate and then arrange your...
0: Potato skins
1: around it. Potato skins around it. So if people want to add some... Get one and, you know, put a little spoon in with the uh, sour cream. And then they can slap a little sour cream on there if they want. If it's just an order for yourself, just dunk it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's what I used to do. Just dunk it, dunk it, dunk it, dunk it. All right, y'all. Very good, very good. Let's do a little recap here. We um, took four russet potatoes, all about the same, eh, about the same size. We microwaved them, and I started off for a minute and a half. Then I turned them over, went two minutes. I turned them over again, and I went four minutes, and that pretty much cooked them through. You want to, again, just touch them and squeeze them. You want them to be soft like a a baked potato would be. You don't want them hard. And when I was turning them over, I was just kind of checking to make sure that they they didn't have any hard places on them. Once you get those, you want to slice them in half long ways, so you create two halves. And then once that's done, I mean, if you want to let them cool that's excellent too before you handle them i didn't because well we, we have time constraints and plus i'm hungry i like these <laughs> yeah. but you want to clean out the inside to scoop out the guts or the potato you want to leave if you can about a, about a quarter inch or so of potato all the way around the skin a little more a little less you know a little less not so good a little more yeah you ain't going to hurt nothing okay and i scoop that out with a spoon just using a spoon and it comes it comes out very easily it's almost like putting a spoon in in a tub of um you know of of yogurt butter or or you know margarine or something it just scoops really nice soft butter it scoops right out i scoop those into a bowl so we'll save that for a rainy day with those potatoes, maybe throw a little butter on them, throw some chives in there, mm, got a little snack there, too. So we grated um, down to, we grated about, we ended up with about a cup of, about two cups, I guess, of grated cheese, and we used cheddar. We cooked four pieces of, well, five pieces of bacon, and again, that took about eight minutes on medium-high in a skillet, a covered skillet, crumbled the bacon up, And once we had our potato skins cleaned out, I sprayed them with a little vegetable spray, put them on a cookie sheet with foil. Actually, I put them on the cookie sheet with foil before I sprayed them with vegetable spray. (laughs) Sprayed both sides, the skin side, put them on the skin side up, sprayed those, turned them over, sprayed them again on the inside of where the potato was at, the meaty part. Put them in a 450-degree oven for about seven minutes. Brought them out filled them with the, just sprinkled the cheddar cheese and the bacon inside the potato halves, put those back in the oven for another three minutes, pulled them back out, added the chives and the sour cream, and it's time to eat. So, Tim, I'll crack the beers. Oh, sounds good. We'll do this, and enjoy the ball game that's coming on tonight. Ha <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm Dale Campbell. He is not Cheryl Cummings. He's Tim Cummings. (laughs) Cheryl's down and out, so hopefully she'll be back with us next week because next week we're going to be making something pretty delicious, too. Hmm, I guess you're going to have to tune in next week to find out what it is. Cheddar chicken. uh, It's a casserole, though. I know that. Cheddar chicken spaghetti, maybe? Mm, I don't know. You'll have to tune in next week and find out adios we'll see you later this is cooking in the dark
0: cooking in the dark is a presentation of blind mice mega mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com
1: cooking in the dark was produced by thc productions